Okay, let me let me teach you guys how the full song. I realized last Friday night in Shul that uh, I was singing that nigun, but people only know the first eight bars. They don't know there's a whole there's more to it. So let's listen closely. And thank you to next week's sponsors. And thank you already to the following week's sponsors and the following sponsors and everything like that. And uh, partially, it's partially sponsored. Uh, Louis? No? Oh, no, no. Lechovod. Lechovod. My father. Dr. Eagle Senior's birthday. Many more good and healthy years.
tried singing this nigun last Friday night, but I started. I only sang the first like four notes, and everyone took it. They thought it was a different nigun. <laughs> Listen, ein dein dein die dein die. Go. I went like this. This is all we had, so if anyone wants one last one, there's one over here, of what we've been learning for a while. Okay, so also, before we start, before we start the learning today, listen, Chavit, there's this is just a bakash I have from everyone. There's, this, there's a lot of, there are a lot of people within our Chavit that need a refuah. It's, it's very, it's, it's been a heavy, heavy week. There's a lot of, a lot of strong, it's obviously, it's El, there's, there's a lot going on, but there's a lot of people suffering, and I want to... Um, so this one I have in mind, please. Yehudis Basara, Mila Michal Basia Baskela Tsifa, Ilana Khana Basgila Brainla, Michal Aviva Bas Yehudis, Hilat Safnat Bats Saratova, Yosef Rafael bin Yehudis, Avram Moshe bin Cyril, Esther Bas Adina Miriam, and Yosef Gidon Yaakov ben Penina. Yeah, I'll send this list out. A lot of this a lot of this list is children. And and uh, people, cousins of people that live here, people that live here, there's a lot. So just uh, to have it in mind, I'll send the list out, and our learning should be Beis Hashem for the reform. Uh, like I said earlier this week, this list should just get 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 smaller and smaller because of refuas and and, 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 and good news. Okay, so in the sefer, please open up Daf Samech Vav. We're in the middle of the seventh parak of this beautiful parrot from Rabbi Yaakov Meir, Shechter and Shabbos. And today he's going to address the following question that I'm sure, unfortunately, it's, this, has been the, this, has been the, this has been the matzav, it's been the metzius in our lives. And that is, what happens when I don't feel Shabbos? What happens when I, I, I'm keeping Shabbos, I don't feel Shabbos. It's more Saturday than Shabbos. And, but, I, but I'm not machaling Saturday, I guess. You know, so. what, what, what happens over there? What, what, what's the avoda of someone that's just not feeling it? And that's a legitimate question, because there are times in life where we just, it's not on. So what, one of the, the Yitzhahara says, oh, this guy's going to, we have a Pesach Hashar for this person to start feeling guilty. Let's make this guy or this girl feel so guilty right now that they don't feel Shabbos. And that's going to really be like, yeah, we, could, we, could, we, could, we could bring him down like that, right? That, that's, a, that's, a big, that's a big danger. So what I want us to see today, well, it's a, it's beautiful. Today's, it's, it flows. It's beautiful. It's not so, it's not so difficult. But to have in mind, to have in mind chaverim and chaveros that we know that are in our life, that you know they're waiting for one person to give them Shabbos like like no one else can, and you know they're keeping Shabbos, and you know Shabbos is in their life, but but you see that they're not And maybe, maybe, maybe. Even if it's one of us, maybe it could be. Uh, we also are decreeing right now. Where's Michal? Where's Michal? He's right. Starting next week, it's two platters. 
Yeah, I was, I yeah, yeah, yeah. He already. Still you know, he was also the Baltfila today's kaveh. It's two platters from next Shabbos. Okay, okay, that's good. Kacha. We're in the middle. Of, we're in Samach Vav, the second, uh, the the left column on the bottom. It's going to bring a zara kodesh based on what we just said right now. Ita bazara kodesh bazar lashon. You see it, chaver that have this. Yeah. Lo zaza shchina mi Yisrael bechol Shabbos v'yomim tavin. The Shechina never leaves Am Yisrael on any Shabbos or any Yantiv. Now here he, is, here he says a very interesting statement. V'afilu b'shabatot d'chol. Even on weekday Shabbos. <laughs> Shabbos that falls out on a weekday. That's what it seems that it means, okay? El adeihi sogeres umesogeres behon. But it... Is and I'm not. I'm dafka not translating word for word right now. Sogeret umesugeret behon. I'm gonna. We'll translate it in, in, in a few minutes. What does that mean? Maimar is tamua. This is a very wondrous statement. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter says. There's a lot, a lot of things we could draw out from here. The explanation is as follows. didn't go through times. There are moments of, it's called, you, the Sitrachah wants to make you feel like you're such a poshea, and you should feel so guilty that you're not feeling Shabbos. <coughs> really, there's a thing called Hester Panim. That means there's concealment. There's some kind of Hastara going on. And what happens when there's a Hastara, it's in the air. It's in the air. There's a Hastara going on, there's a concealment. I show up for Shabbos. I come to a Friday morning, Hachanah Shabbos Shir. My, I come early, I say, Shir Hashirim in Shul. Or whatever else I did. And yet Shabbos comes and I'm not feeling it. He says, there is a concept that's called Hester Panim. Anyone ever feel it here? I was, those are the kind of questions I don't want anyone to answer. I'm just, you know. No, I went with the women. Early on when we started doing women's Shir, I would ask these kind of questions. Not this one, but other vulnerable questions. And, Without thinking, someone would start to say what should, shouldn't be kept, shouldn't be certain. It's a time for everything, right? But tachlis, we're a bunch of vulnerable men in this room, right? So of course we could say it, right? Who here has felt the hester upon him in their life? Who hasn't get out of here? Yeah, well, there's a nice porch here, you know? Who hasn't felt the hester upon him, right? To merit to feel the simcha of Shabbos and its holiness, he meavodot hachashuvot shebamikdash. This is this was one of the greatest avodas and important ones in the mikdash. That's what was going on. Remember, remember that guy. Some of the chaver were with me that that late night at the tzion in Uman, where that chassid came up to us and. He he then grabbed one of the one of the chaver that came on the trip from Florida. I forgot his name right now, and he took him like on a three hour shmuz in Yiddish. He spoke to him in the back. Do you remember? What's his name? I forget right now. But then he came up to me and he said to me, um, "Who is who is the one? How do you become? Who's the one that's sameach in this world?" I said, "I don't know. Like, what's the voice? What are you trying to tell me?" Like, so he said, "Yismechub malchuscha." Who, who is the one that's Sameach in Hashem's Malchus? If you keep Shabbos, Vikari Oinik. Pashut, that's all he said. And then he said, start learning Shabbos in your, in the, in, with the Chavit. Just start learning Shabbos. He says, 
that's what was in the Beis Hamikdash. What was what was the whole avoda? What was the most important thing? Like on Shabbos, the simcha and the kedusha of Shabbos. Ubaavonotenu anu shruim b'tkufa shel hester panim shiniskayim banu vanochi hester aster panim beyomahu. This is where we're at. Now, although that nigun that became famous a few years ago is not exactly Rabbi Nachman's words, it's based on Rabbi Nachman's words, right? Why is it people feel so close to that nigun? Like, why do they cling to that nigun so much? It's because it describes their reality. Based on the Pasuk, that we're going to read soon. Meaning, the fact that there's a hastara right now is also concealed. You're not even aware that there's a hastara. That's a hastara shebetoch hastara. You see, when it hurts you that you're not feeling it because you feel it's concealed, that's one level, but you're at least aware of it. Hastara shebetoch hastara is that you're not even aware that there's a concealment going on right now. Shehastara hi atzuma kol kach at she'em yodim klal. She'esh hastara. You're not even aware that there's a hastara right now. What does that mean? I'm not even aware. I think what he's referring to is that people are going through Shabbos and they're not even aware that it doesn't have to be like this. That's what I think he's saying. There's such a hastar, they're not even aware that there's something bigger that's, that could be happening and that definitely should be happening, yeah. Is this from, should you say, someone who knows about Shabbos or someone who doesn't even know what the consequences I mean, he's keeping Shabbos in his way, not doing... By the, one, by the one that knows about Shabbos. See, by the one that doesn't know about Shabbos, it's not... It's not, it's not that's not the Lashon. It's Dafka by the person that's Ke'ilu plugged in. But he comes to such a level that he realizes, he forgets, oh, it doesn't, it's not even supposed to be like this. It could be so much, I could, I could feel this so much deeper, but I've accustomed myself to live in a state of hastara, which means it doesn't come on so hard. It doesn't, I don't feel it so strong. And I'm just, and that's how I already makaba my Shabbos, every Shabbos. You, you, you following? Huh? I'm not even aware that I'm numb. That's the thing. I'm comfortable. I'm subconsciously comfortably numb. I don't even. I'm not even aware that there's so much more that I. Not just that I. Not just that I could have. That I once had. That I once had. I've tasted it before. I've had it before. And that's the, That's when the hastara hurts so much. When I know I've tasted it before, and I've come accustomed to whatever. I've. I've. I've blamed it on whatever. Other details in life are happening, and I've just said, look, that's what it was like before I had kids. Then there was no achraya, so I'm supposed to feel like this right now. I'm supposed to come to shul feeling drained like a schlepper and just you know, make sure that I say shema with kavana. And we have this in our lives with different areas. That's called astar shebetoch astar. You're not even aware that there's, you forgot. It's a concealment of a concealment. And he says, how do you know, what, when does this pop up? Ube'itzumo shel ha-shabbos kodesh, Margishin hargashas chulin. At the point, the epic point of Shabbos, I hate to say it, and in America it's much more because of, for instance, the newspaper that gets dropped off at your front door, or just what you're surrounded by, the, just the reality of what you're surrounded by. That in the highest moment of Shabbos, it, I actually, 
Reb Chaim Mechila, what I'm about to say right now, it feels like Saturday. <laughs> if for a moment it's Saturday, it's the seventh day of the week, it's not Shabbos, right? So, okay, I see non-Jews also don't work on Saturday, ain't going to work on Saturday. So they don't work on Saturday either, maybe, right? Or some. That's not Shabbos. And in the highest moment of Shabbos, I feel a hargasha of chulin. We don't even feel what kind of a startup we're in. And now he explains the Zohar that we just learned. That's what it means, a weekday Shabbos. That for you, you're keeping Shabbos, but it's Chol, it's a weekday. It's Kivyochol, it's as if it's a weekday. <laughs> that you don't merit the sweetness of Shabbos. <clears throat> what was Reb Aaron Kalina's nigun? What am I? What am I? Kosef? What am I longing for? Not Shabbos. Noyam Shabbos. Right? The sweetness of Shabbos. Tasting how good it feels to have Shabbos in my life. <laughs> And all this person feels is just the day of Shabbos, like it's a Yom Chol, due to the sadness that brings down his Ruach Chas V'Shalom. You brought the weekday into Shabbos. Exactly the opposite of everything we learned prior to this, where it says that when you go into Shabbos, a person has to feel that all your, all your, whatever you have to do is already done. But people bring the weekday into Shabbos and then they don't taste the sweetness of Shabbos. And they're not even aware that, there's, that it doesn't have to be like this. They're not even aware that it doesn't have to be like this. It's as if it's dictated to them already that Shabbos is not meant to be felt by people like me. Ah, Rabbi Shemayr, he feels Shabbos. Me, I don't feel Shabbos. That's okay. Everyone has to be according to their madrega. That's the satan in, the, in, its, in its like most simchadik time of his life taking away the Noam Shabbos of a Jew. So what are you supposed to do at that moment? So Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, don't feel guilty. There's a avoda to do, even at this place as well, where Shabbos is whole in your life. Look at the next column on top. Im kozos, nonetheless, la'adam la'dat, ki be'ptimiyuso u'bekirbo vaday me'ir ora Shabbos. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying to you right now, you're at the table, and you're already imagining, you're hoping to meet a non-religious person who's going to tell you the score of last night's playoff game. And you catch yourself in the middle of thinking that. And Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, well, you should know right now, in your das, that's where you think you are. Inside of you, something else is completely going on. Why? The light of Shabbos is definitely shining into you. Definitely. And you have to believe this, that even if you don't feel it, it's happening inside of you. This is a very important yesod in Emunah. That even if I'm not feeling something, it doesn't mean it's not there. I would like to feel that which I believe is there, but even if I'm not feeling it, Emunah means I believe it's still there. Now the greatest example of this could be our relationships with our spouses. We've spoken about this many times. If I'm not feeling that it's on right now, and a person can come to the Metzius and saying, I guess it's not on. You did a bris. You gave a ksuba. There's a, you have to believe, go and daven by the ksuba. You have to believe that it's there. You just have to daven to feel that which you're not feeling right now. But just because you don't feel it, it doesn't mean it's not there. 
So Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, just because you don't feel right now, right now Shabbos is chol by you, great, now you know what your avoda is, Ribbon HaShleilam. I know it's there, I believe it's there. Please bring me to that nekuda of Noam Shabbos, of the sweetness of Shabbos. And don't make me feel guilty right now for feeling this because it burns, it kills me, I hate this. You know how many chevra, including people in this room, as we've been learning this, call Friday afternoon, and they say, it's so hard for me to come to this shir and then go to my Shabbos table on Shabbos because of the distance between the stuff we're learning here and what's happening at the Shabbos table. And Chavar to learn with us online, it's the same thing. But that's a, wow, instead of it burning you, saying, okay, I acknowledge that there's a distance here, but that's just to bring me to Davin, to bridge the gaps and to find what the Piyosetzner Rebbe calls Tachbulos, tricks. Tricks, let me find tricks how to, how to, how to bring in the team. But Tachbulos Tasa Lecham Ilchama, it's a war. It's a war. Let me find tricks to, to bring it all in. Yeah. Just having the rod stone is a victory. If it's not actually happening yet, okay. Things are after if there's pitch, I'll say I'll take. But take it easy on yourself. If, you're, if it bothers you, that means you have the rod stone that you want to get to this place. And that I think is a victory in itself. A chassid came to the Baal Shem Tov once in Elul and he said to him basically that. He said, he said, it's taken me, I realize, I realize that it's, it's breaking my heart because I realize how I'm so not even, I don't even have a saga who the king is. I realize, I realize now. The Baal Shem looked at him and said, you should be dancing right now that you're actually tuned into an ounce of, of realness and of emes that most people are not under the uh, awareness of. So it's true, that's Shlav Aleph, right? So Yerach Rameh Shechter is saying, this is the Shlav Aleph, but we're going to have to build this up, okay? The Emunah, that even if I'm not feeling it, in me is Shabbos. Why? Os hi beini uven b'nei Yisrael. This is not my doing. Beini uven b'nei Yisrael, os hi le'olam. It's not my doing. This was Hashem's decision to make a bris with us through Shabbos. I didn't, it wasn't my doing. So because it's not my doing, it's there whether I like it or not. And I, I was thinking about this, don't, don't, don't forget what you're going to say, but I, I was thinking last Friday night when we sang Vishamru, was it you mentioned it? Or someone mentioned it to me afterwards. I forget who it was. Someone eventually afterwards, when we were singing Vishamru, he said, it wasn't someone that, that learns in the, in the uh, Chabur, they, can't, they, they have a different situation Friday morning, but they said, I felt that when, when, you, when we got to the word, Os Hila Olam, people screamed it a little bit louder. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Like these are things that are seeping through that we don't we don't even see. Osila olam. What's osila olam? This is an oath between us forever. That there's going to be Shabbos, there's going to be yontivs. That's going to be chol. And guess what? I look at the Yitzhahara and Klipa and the Sitra Achra and I laugh in its face and I spit in its face and I say, "You think you're going to get me? Osila olam." This is what Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying. It's inside. You have nothing on me. You have nothing on me, and I got to be around people, and that's the importance of chaburas of chevron. I got to be around people that that are very sensitive to this, and that could also relate to it. Let, and that's why I'm 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 not happy. People here have chol dekeshavases, but I'm I'm happy that it's happened once in your life that it could be, you know, a comment maybe like things that people could could connect to. But then we come to Shabbos and say, no way. And Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, is saying, it's true that's what you're feeling. You're feeling that it's more important to you to figure out, to find someone that watched the game last night, 
to get to know the score of today. That's just an easy example for us, ever that grew up in that culture, or whatever it is. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, 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 no, no. You know, Chavar, that come to Shul for Shachris after games that happen three hours later, and when they, you see, they're ready to fill in her off by Shir Shal Yom, and they're running out of Shul like this. <laughs> right? Because Chalila, maybe someone will spill the beans so that they'll prevent them from, you know, spending three hours of watching the game when they, after Shachris. No? No one knows what I'm talking about again? I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Situation where the person says, Wow, I'm missing something. That's like an amazing situation, as Itamar said. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. many people aren't even in that situation. Like when a person wants to want, like amazing. What about those people that don't even know that's Astara Shabbat Astara? Exactly. Astara Shabbat Astara is not what he, not what Itamar was saying. That's the person that's not even missing anything because he doesn't know there's something to miss. But is he aware that he's not missing anything? No, no, that's the whole point. So, so if already speaking, Oh, right, 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 right. He's saying that I'm so much happier now that I found this way. And the Rebbe says, that's the worst level of sickness that you're learning about yourself. Right? Here it's already just Astara by, by now. It's saying, okay, you realized, oh, I have Chol in my Shabbos. Right? Okay, it's already Chol in my Shabbos. Okay, that's already Hastara. It's not Astara Shabbatoch Astara. That's already Gavadika level. <coughs> Wait, do, you said what you were saying? I forgot. Uh, there's a beautiful piece that I love from Yeshiva Nafesh, which I think ties in, but it's maybe not exactly this exact level where the person is so far gone that they, they believe there's no coming back. Right? And so they, they've uh, you lost their belief. But the Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman turns it around and says, oh, you believe that you're so far gone. So you do believe. So, okay, now we're going to take that. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, That's it. It rolls it back over. It is. It is this. Not, it, it, it is, it is, it is. Uh, totally, uh, it is. So again, the top column, top left column, with all of this hakara, or with all this pain of feeling like, what happened to my Shabbos? It's there, it's, it's lit. Why? Hashem did a bris with us. Not my doing, God's choice. The, the, the commandment that uh, from the Ten Commandments who wrote the Ten Commandments whose idea was the Aser Sadibra I hate saying those words Ten Commandments who wrote the Aser Sadibras who wrote the Aser Sadibras me I wrote the Aser it was my Ashkafa now go back to what the Zohar said this is what it meant Lo Zaza Shechina Mi Yisrael the Shechina never left any Shabbos or any Yantiv, regardless of where you were, or where you thought you were. Even in Shabbos, bless you, of Kivyochol, the weekday. Klomar, HaShechina HaKadosha, V'chol HaOros Shel Shabbos Nimtzayim. V'afapi di'i sogeret umesugeret, so even though it's completely shut, locked, and sealed, closed, Right? I'm not feeling it. That was the sogeret before. I, I wanted to wait till now. Even though it's completely sagur for me, What does behon mean? We're going to say it. 
We're going to say it in Kol Nidre. What's Behon? In them, right? In it. He chaya v'kayemet behon. Where is it chaya? Bepnimiyot shol kol ish Yisrael. And now he's going to give a story of what happens still if I'm just not feeling it, but I want to so badly, but it's not coming on so fast. But before I do that, I have to remind you of the secret of borrowed time. Do you remember this story? A few years after Rabbi Nachman was nifter, and they got together in the kibbutz in Uman, that Rosh Hashanah, and there was this chaser, Rabbi Avram Chaim, he was one of the Talmidim of Rabbi Nassim, and that year, Nebuch, he buried two children. Lo aleinu, Hashem Yishmar. Remember the story? And he had to be chazan. This is a good story to remember. Wow, it's a good story to remember. He was, he was chazan every year. But this Rabbi Avram Chaim, this year, he, he, he buried two children. Nebuch, lo aleinu. You know, it's crazy how much we don't know about people. There was someone I knew. It's a very, very special yid. Very eccentric, very... You barely saw him. His name, he died last week. He was a friend of mine. His name was Reuven Prager. Reuven Prager, if you've ever seen Reb Simcha Hochbaum on Shabbos, you ever see what he wears? You know, that's called Beged Ivri. You know the Beged Ivri? The lavush of what it probably looked, most probably looked like, what you didn't look like in the time, in biblical times. And I had a friend, Reuven, that he spent, he dedicated his life, amongst other things, that had to do with the restoration of things that we did biblically, including the Machatis HaShekel, Apirion, a bunch of very far out things, Beged uh, Ivri. So, I just found, I didn't even know that he had, sometimes just don't know people, because there was mentioning things about his life now that he's not in this world anymore, that he also, he buried two children in his life. It's crazy things. And a wife. It's like when we think about Rabbi Nachman, we think about all these different things. You know how many kinderlach Rabbi Nachman himself buried of his own? It's like these are things, I don't know, it's just like we, yeah, Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman himself buried his own, his own children. It's crazy stuff. Anyway, should have arichus yamim for all our children with good, with, with good health. So they didn't know, this Rabbi Avram Chaim, they didn't know if he's going to be able to daven for the Yomad this year. Because how could you come Rosh Hashanah night and be with such, you know, some chasiyantiv by the rabbi, everything, you know. Maybe, I don't know, like when exactly during the year he lost his two children. So the, they came to Rav Nassim and they said, what's going to be? And he, it wasn't, wasn't clear, it wasn't clear what it was going to be. So they were very nervous. And then he shows up, this Rabbi Avram Chaim, and he goes up to the bima. He gives a clap. I'm not sure exactly what the nusach, if it was the same as ours, what we do today. I don't know exactly what it was. Whatever it was. He screams out such a baruchos Hashem HaMavarach. With such firepower and simcha, no one thought it was, no one, no one was expecting this. And the davening, they say that year was a fire that they, they never experienced since the time the Rebbe was alive. What ended up happening? They went up to him after davening. They said, wait, listen. That was the highest davening we ever had, but what's going on over here? We, we, we thought you, weren't, you wouldn't even be able to daven for the Amas, Look what you, based on what you went through. So he said to them like this, a yid has emuna that one day everything is going to be revealed to him why he had to go through what he had to go through. And on that day, it's going to be so clear to me and there's not going to be any shilas. So if I know that there is a time like this that's waiting for me, I'm going to borrow some time from the future and plug it into right now to get by now. Because if I don't, I'll lose my mind. The secret of borrowed time. I need to, you know, I need to hear that story every, every day. 
that one, that one day it's going to be revealed to me why whatever we're going through, we had to go through. One day it's going to be clear to us why. And, I, and because I know that one day it will be clear to me, I have to go there, kivyochol, borrow that consciousness, plug it into now, just to get by, and I have to have a munah that they're not going to lenakot et zemasachai, which means they're not going to dock my pay. They're not going to, you know... Uh, right, right. They're not going to be like, hey, uh, you borrowed some time, so sorry, it's going to continue to be confusing for you. Then I have to have a munah like that, right? Each of us is going to have this moment where it's going to be clear to us why we went through what we went through. There's going to be a year that's going to... He's going through Shabbos. Every Shabbos, he's like, despite everything I try... Nothing's working. And when you're stuck in, the, in now, you can't get out of it. But you have to know the secret of borrowed time. So now look at this story. The bottom, of, the bottom left column. Now it's funny, just the beginning of the story is pretty funny to me. Because it says that the son of the Rebbe Reb Melech, who was Reb Lezer, the famous Reb Lezer of Lizhansk, that he once went to see one of the tzaddikim of his generation. What's the funny thing here? Is that if your father's the Rebbe Reb Melech of Lizhansk, what do you have to, you know, why do you have to go anywhere, right? So if you see the footnote on the bottom over here, they're trying to mevarer who he actually went to. And the footnote says over here in Gimel, right, on the bottom, it says, Bedivri Yecheskel, for the Shinever, he says, the tzaddik hazehaya that he went to go see the Pinchas of Koretz. But the Divri Shmuel of Slonim says, no, 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 it's actually, he actually was just going to see his father. <laughs> was there too. Okay. So whoever the Tzadik was, doesn't really matter for the point of the story. The son of the Noamali Melech is going to one of the Tzadikim. What, what happened, according to this? Says the tzaddik was nanach. Uh, he gave a, a krechts. And he, and, and, and he said, and, and then Rebbe Yazir said, Oh, he tate! And the tzaddik says to him, Are you sure he's your tate? You said, Well, tate is like you're talking like you're, you know. I guess he doesn't, he never, we did his body, this like in Uman. I mean, you hear everyone screaming. That was my first experience, my first Rosh Hashanah night in Uman. I was, nine, I was nine, uh, 19 or 20. I never heard this before in my life. Then in the middle of the night, there were people suddenly screaming in the woods. Abba! I got so freaked out. I was sleeping. I got woken up. I got so freaked out. Abba! Right? So he's saying, he's saying, Abba. Are you sure he's your Abba? So he goes back home and he tells his father what he experienced by the tzaddik. Rabbi Elimelech asked his son, What would you answer him when he told you maybe he's not your father? I didn't say anything to him. He says, Father system, you should have said to him, Now, Sha'al usually means ask. What? 
no, that's nishan. Sheal also means borrow. Lishol. What did you say? No, 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 that's shin lamed. Shin ale. No, no, achas sha'alti. Meis Hashem doesn't just mean I asked Hashem for something. In Pneumius, they say, I borrowed from Hashem this Indian of knowing what to ask at the right time. So she'al means if... Uh, that doesn't mean, can I ask something from you? It means, can I borrow something from you? So he says, you should have said, she'al avicha. What does that mean? Borrow a father. What does that mean? Borrow a father. Everything we said. I don't feel it right now. I'm going to borrow... There's a concept. It must be... I'm borrowing time. When I do feel like it's my father, I'm borrowing it into now. She'al avicha. Love le'atzmecha abba. Borrow for yourself a father. V'dovar zeh nogea gam li'inyaneinu. This is, this is have to do with us too. Sh'kasher ein adam margish et kedushat ha-shabbat. When I just don't feel the kedushat ha-shabbat, alav lehitgaber ulehitorer velaasot t'atzmo kemi she'achen be'emet margish et kedusha. So I used to say, fake it till you make it. Gedalia Fenster says, Nietzsche Jerome taught me this. Faith, i got to give credit where credit's due. Faith it till you make it. <laughs> what does that mean? You're not feeling it. No one's telling you what you have to. No one's forcing you. Right now, I'm going I'm to walk. The, I'm, it's, as if it, it's as if I'm feeling what I'm not feeling. Faith it till you make it. What, what does modern psychology say right now about a lot of heaviness with people going through anxiety and depression? One of the things they say is, start smiling. Walk around and start smiling, even if you don't feel it, right? Start smiling, and before you notice it, that, that which you put on becomes you. Even if you're not feeling right, even if you're not right, right. You think so? I think that it's it's very much over here. It's just just Shabbos it. Now Yismichul Malchuska. That means with the smile, the simcha, and then it's like the Yitzhar is like, wait a second. This kid wasn't feeling it a second ago. And, and you know in your heart, and I'm still not feeling it right now either, right? <laughs> but guess what? By doing it like this, I have more of a chance of feeling it in another second than I do right now. Faith it till you make it. Smile till you make it. When you put that smile on, let's just say that for this intention, what will end up happening is that come time and sooner than you, than you think, it will be a mitzvah that you're feeling it in the inner chambers of your heart. And this is very important for Chavah that, that, yeah, Shabbos, and, and I'm not downing our Shabbos, chas v'shalom, but I know it could always go up higher and higher. And it's just the mitzvah of the world. So just one more paragraph, and we'll finish. Let's understand another piece of the Zohar, v'zele shonom. U'b'shabbos begin de lo kenoel delef bifnei lovin. What's Shabbos all about? Shabbos is all... Now this has to do with, with a person, and this comes up in halacha, a person that, that, that wants to have hotzos Shabbos. That means uh, uh, expenses on Shabbos. What do we hold? If, if You're not sure if you could afford it or not. What do, what, what do we hold? Borrow, buy, like, not steal, but... 
do, do what you have to do in order to get it done. Why? Because we have this klal, that mean it has to do with prusbal, which will actually be taken care of next week, I forgot. Because it says about Shabbos, like borrow from me and it'll be taken care of. So Rav Yaakov Meir is going to say, if that's true about Hotzalus of Shabbos, borrow from me, it'll be taken care of somehow. It's the same thing with the feeling of Shabbos. Borrow from me, like borrow time, borrow the concept of Abba. Borrow these things you want, and it'll become. It'll become what it is. B'Shabbos Kodesh, we're in the brackets, HaLoshanino Bagmar Shakadosh Baruch Hu, Omer, Sheyesh Dilvos, Avur Hotzalus Shabbos Biyantiv. Vehu Yifraz Chovo. This comes about that a person that doesn't have doesn't have money to spend on Shabbos. The the the, the Chazala instituting is saying, listen, we're creating a situation that you're going to keep on saying yes to those that need, and we're guaranteeing that it will be taken care of as well. The chov will be taken care of, the the debt will be taken care of. Huh? Oh my gosh, yeah. The Shechina is open to the extra Neshama that exists within you on Shabbos. During the week, faithing it to you make it is much harder. You know why? Because it's just you. But on Shabbos, what do I, what do I say when I wake up Shabbos morning? So I'm working with another neshama now. The, uh, you did it. You did it. Oh, yeah? Anyone else do it? Homework for the Shabbat. Yeah. Huh? Then you'll just enjoy your one soul. Yeah, I mean, like that's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, we're just... Uh, you know, there's no halach. It's obviously... Um, so he's saying over here, because you have this extra neshama with you now, it's Shabbos, so it could handle the, 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 the borrowing, right? We have, we have extra within you to say, I can handle, I can take on more hotza'ot, right? The Rabbi Yaakov Meir is saying, now we could explain like this, Kavanasa, what the Zohar is. He's saying to wrap this up. Someone whose Shabbos is chol, he doesn't feel anything. You know, do you sing that nigun by your Shabbos table? Shabbos Mikdushas Shabbos. Borrow from the property. Borrow. It's a property here. It's giving out extra loans. You can handle it. Don't worry. Like we said before, borrow for yourself the concept of even having an Abba, feeling like you have an Abba. I'm not giving you Kabbalistic remedies right now to figure out how this works. Just, just, just go for it. Believe that it's in there. Yes, you're not feeling it, but start acting as if you feel it. And the end will also be Mekuyam, bless you. That each of us will actually end up feeling that which our smile began to, to, to get us towards. And this should be a zgula and a, and a zechia, a zechia for any one of us that falls into this. 
and for many, anyone that's hearing this, anyone, anyone that we can have in mind right now, I know, I know myself, I know probably 50 people that really are consciously struggling with this, and, I, and that's not Hastara Shabbatoch Hastara, that's just Hastara. And we probably know 50, 50 million more people that aren't even aware that there's something to be felt. So in the schus of us getting our Shabbos on, it'll cause a ripple effect and bring to about to the world the Yom Shekulo Shabbos. Amen. 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 Amen.